0: Welcome Welcome to Shelf Hunters. Hunters! I'm Annie. And I'm Belle. And this week's episode is A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. Okay, so this week we're doing A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass, and I'm just going to give you guys a quick little summary plot line. This is the non spoiler part. Um, again, if you haven't read this book, you can listen to our plot and then go read it. I suggest that you do. So, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass follows the story of the protagonist, Feyre, who is a mortal girl who lives below the wall on an island called Prithian. At the beginning of the book, Feyre is living with her family her father and two older sisters, Nessa and Elaine. They used to be a rich family, but with the loss of their mother and then their father's fortune, they quickly fell into poverty and are now living in a little hovel by the forest. Forest, where Pharaoh goes and hunts for the family to get food and pelts to sell at the market, even though she's the youngest. This honestly gives me very Katniss Everdeen vibes if you've ever read the beginning of The Hunger Games. However, Pharaoh goes and is hunting and she ends up shooting this wolf that we later find out is a fairy. And the fairies are the beings who live above the wall on their little island called Prithian. So, Feyre ends up killing this fairy, and then, to repent for killing him, she gets taken to above the wall by another fae that we come to know as Tamlin. And then from there, Feyre is living in Prithian with the fairy Tamlin. The rest of the book is honestly more or less just Feyre and Tamlin's journey. Feyre has this very big self-discovery journey to go on, and she has to face a bunch of tasks and trials through the book. Her family gets left behind below the wall and Tamlin kind of just gets to have her. He low-key kidnaps her. So while Feyre is there above the wall, she finds out that there's this thing called a blight going around and that it's killing the fairy lands and it's killing the fairies. So that blight becomes a catalyst for the rest of her trials and her overall hero arc in the book. That is honestly the best non-spoiler plot that I can really give this. So if you haven't read this book, go pick it up. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I just don't want to be the person to spoil anything for you. Okay, and then a little bit about our author.
1: Sarah J. Mass was born in New York City, and she went to Hamilton College in Clinton, New York, and she majored in creative writing. Not surprisingly. <laughs> um, she now lives in Pennsylvania with her husband, her young son and daughter, and her dog, whose name is Annie. She began writing her debut young adult fantasy series, Throne of Glass, when she was 16 and the first book was published in 2012. Her second YA fantasy series, which is this one, Acatar, was written in 2009 but actually got published in 2015. Her third series and her first adult fantasy series, Crescent City, was first published in 2020 and the second book was published just over a month ago in February. She's won several awards, many from Goodreads, and is an international best-selling author.
0: All right, now for our reviews okay so i really do love this book it is a very very good gateway drug kind of book if you're not into reading and you want to be i would say start here the character development is good there are some characters later on in the series and in this book that i think could use a little more but then again the series isn't over yet so i can't really attest to what will happen with them i also love the plot and i genuinely think that that is like my biggest favorite about these books. It's just the way that Sarah writes. You never really know what's coming next, and even when you do, it's executed so perfectly, it almost doesn't even matter if you, like, know what's coming up. I would also like to say that she is my comfort author. However, I would also like to say that Akatar is not my favorite series of hers. (laughs) I personally prefer Throne of Glass, and I'm sure we will cover that at some point, too. It's just there's a lot of books, so we don't want to do it right away. Um, anyways, the ratings for this book, I would give it an, a 4 out of 5 for fantasy just because this book has a lot of world building and background, which it needs, and the rest of the series definitely needs it too, but that means it cannot be the best because of that because it isn't, it just isn't there yet. Um, and then overall, I would give it a 7 out of 10 for pretty much the same reasons. You don't love all the characters yet. The plot is still building. We haven't gotten to the crescendo yet. Now, again, I've read this book so many times. And I do truly love it, but there are others that are better, and this book makes the others in the series better, too.
1: Okay, so I also do love this book. It was actually the first Sarah J. Mass book that I ever read, and I had it sitting on my shelf for a couple of years before I actually read it, and I'm so mad that I didn't read it sooner. Anyways, um, it's a great introduction to the series. I'm not, I kind of on the same page as Annie, so I'm not really going to repeat a lot of it, but I do like the way that she introduces this series in this book. Um, She's an absolute genius when it comes to world building and she does it in a way that doesn't feel like you're being overwhelmed with facts or anything like that and she doesn't sit there and just monologue about world building. It kind of is sprinkled in throughout the plot, which is really remarkable in a complex fantasy series like this one. That being said, it also is my least favorite book in this series because of the relationships that it centers around, but we'll get
0: to that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. Maybe um, not in this episode, but, like, definitely we'll later them. on in the series, yeah. like, next we'll episode. Them. But the plotline
1: has so many events that are super important to the later parts in the series. And I kind of forgot until I was re-looking at it for this episode how much actually happened in this book. So it's just an overall great setup for the Akatar world in general. I think I'd rate it also a 7 out of 10 because it's a good it's a good book especially within the fantasy genre, but it's definitely more of kind of a stepping stone to get to the rest of the Avatar series. So, yeah.
0: Okay, so now for our talking points and all of the spoilers, (laughs) because I'm so excited to talk about this. All of the spoilers. Okay, so we're just jumping right into it. Also, I would like to point out that there is probably a good page and a half of talking points, just because I've read this book 47 times. Okay, not actually 47 times, but probably at least six. Okay, I've read it, like, twice. Three, three times so 2.5 because you 2. didn't 5. finish the reread for this hey 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 hey
1: hey. <laughs> you didn't I haven't had time <laughs> uh,
0: yeah okay hey. so we're just gonna start at the very beginning Fera, this girl protagonist blah 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 she is who she is she's living below the wall and her life in the village is pretty crummy um Literally. she's living in basically a glorified hobble with her father and her two older sisters and all of them are just kind of mean to her and she just yeah, and does she it all by herself. She keeps her entire family afloat because
1: her mom died when she was younger and her dad lost his entire fortune. And so they literally rely on her for all of their money. She the hunts for them she's she has even everything. doing this
0: is because like her mom, she like made this promise to her mom that she wasn't take care of everyone. You're just kind of like when you were 8. Right? Like, like it's- you were 8. Her
1: situation is horrible. To see the very As least so about that,
0: I have so many questions and theories about this. And honestly, we might cover it. We'll cover. We'll do a theories episode at some point. I don't know when,
1: but oh yeah, it'll be great. I just
0: like wh- who's her mom. Like I don't even know. We don't. We never find out who her mother is or what lineage she has, and it just bothers me. We but anyways, so you get all that a little bit of background information about her village and how crummy the uh mortal existences and then Fabra shoots the wolf which we find out is a fairy later on uh, yeah what's his name andres In- yeah he was sent out
1: on border border patrol to the mortal world and she she takes him down which first of all is like a big deal ooh,
0: ooh, go pharah go pharah
1: yeah so she shoots the wolf and then she skins him and Takes his
0: pelt to the market because she needs money because she's taking care of all of the hungry mouths. And at the market, she sees the children of the blessed who are like these weird robed. F- fairy. Like, Worshipping. Yeah. Acolytes, I think is what they're called. Yeah, I think.
1: Yeah. They're like, oh. They worship love the fairies. fairies. Take us and yeah. that does that's not how most of the humans react. That's not how most, all, most of the humans are the like fairy. die, 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 die. Like they all have like and... iron iron bracelets
0: and like have their stuff. Which iron stuff. actually doesn't do anything. Mm. Fun fact. We
1: don't know that. Um but Farrah no, takes down Andrews with the ash arrow, which actually does.
0: But only run. ash, seemingly. Anyway, so they go into the market and she ends up selling the pelts to like this mercenary. Which, I know that no one ever talks about the mercenary, but she gives me a lot of, like, problems. Like, I feel like she should have been... She she just gave off such an important vibe and then she knew never things. came back. She knew things. I don't understand why she never came back. And I feel like at some point, she will return. I just don't know when. I'm just waiting for this woman to just reappear. Yeah. She hasn't thus far, but whatever. It is what it is. Shells the pelt, gets the coin, blah, blah, blah. Children of the Blessed. With her... Sisters, and then they end up coming back. Oh, Isaac Hale's is the thing, Isaac, too. Isaac, yeah, he's like her cute friends with benefits kind of situation. Yeah, not, in town. neither of
1: them well, they, neither of them like outwardly plan to like be together or anything like that. They just kind of, I think it's kind of like a means to an end type thing.
0: That's all it is, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then after Fabra sells the pellets and gets back to her hovel cabin. Um, Tamlin shows up. Yeah, okay. so Tamlin shows up, just, like, shows up at the door. And he shows up in beast form, so he's, like, this big, scary, like, lion tiger bear man with, like, the curling horns and, like, um, and, uh, all of it. And then he's he starts it. talking, so it's, like, this giant beast thing, and then he's, like, ah, who killed the fairy? Murderers, murderers, whatever. And so Farrah's, like, well, I killed the wolf. I killed the fairy. And he's, like, huh, you? He's like, like he, you did it? And she's like, yes, I did. And so he's like, well, you now owe a life to, to Prithian, so come with me, darling. And Off she's and they're adventure. like, what? And he's like,
1: or you can die. She's like, all right, all I will right. be going. Know, I'll be
0: going with you. And her her dad says something pretty, like, important. It kind of sits with me. Like, it's a theme, I feel like, later on in the books. Mm-hmm. But he's like, just don't come back. Like, you deserve more than yeah, what we he, could ever give said, you. Don't Run, come don't, back. Yeah, he's
1: like, don't look back.
0: So then, Feyre like crosses the wall. Mm-hmm tamlin sticks her on a horse and drags her across the wall Doesn't to his he, like, estate he drugs her well yes, he like her yeah i was gonna say she was not awake and so that. they cross the wall and she's like wants obviously wants to like run away and stuff but she can't because she's super weak and like dehydrated and hasn't eaten anything also and...
1: he's just using his magic to control her like hold her in place so whatever Um,
0: But, no, she passes out on the horse, then when she gets there, she has the free ability to leave, but she can't, because she's like, I can't even walk right now. Oh, that's right. Okay, and then she meets Lucian. Lucian! Who is Tamlin's emissary? Emissary? Uh, Emissary. Emissary. I can't speak. Wait. So, he's the dude that, like...
1: Emissary. Emissary. Emissary.
0: He's the dude that basically just talks to the other courts for Tamlin, and is like, I don't know, his
1: right hand man.
0: Yeah. Also, he's definitely his best friend because Tamlin has like one friend.
1: And it's Lucian.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Lucian. <laughs> okay. So, Faber decides that she's going to get through to Tamlin by hanging out with Lucian and becoming friends with him um, and, and maybe find a way
1: to escape because she doesn't know how she feels about Tamlin, but she feels like Lucian could be
0: a means to uh, an end yeah. to get out, basically. She, she just might wants be to get more. Out. S-
1: he might be more sympathetic to her cause.
0: And so, her and Lucien are, like, riding on horse around the grounds, hunting, even though Feyre never kills anything, because she doesn't actually like hunting. And they encounter the thing called, like, the Bog, and it's, like, the first real, like, scary fairy that she meets, and she's all like, eh.
1: Yeah, because he just goes, don't look at it. Just don't look at it. And she kind of is like, oh, yeah,
0: sure, okay. And so Tamlin, like, goes and, like, kills it. And, ah, warrior dude, whatever. And then we learn about the blight, because Fair is like, well, how did that even get here? Or what was that thing? And they were like, oh, well, it's part of the blight. And the blight is basically, like, the disease that's taking over Prithian right now, whatever.
1: Yeah, and, okay, it is the reason the masks, right?
0: Yes. It's also the reason they
1: have the masks stuck oh, yeah. on their face from t- a ball from forever ago.
0: Yeah. But it's also, like, not a real thing. Anyways. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, okay, so then, uh, again with the blight, this thing called, like, the puka. Puka. Whatever. I, I read puka? it as puka. Puka. Puka I don't know. puka. puka. Um, shows up pretending to be her father, like Feyre's dad, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so focused on escaping, and my dad came to get me, and I'm gonna go with him." Blah blah blah, and it's like actually like a scary fairy thing that's trying to eat her. Um, so obviously Tamlin's like, "Uh, no, you don't. Do you want to die?" She's like, eh, "Maybe." No. "She's like, she's, yeah. she's not the smartest." Yeah. Anyway, so right after that. So, right after the puka, she decides that she doesn't want to murder fairies anymore. Like, she's like, mm, I shouldn't have wanted to kill them. Like, they're actually kind of being nice to me. I don't she's know like, why. Just, humans like, are wrong. Cold-heartedly kill the One fairy. The, you know, just mm-hmm. like the... And then she slowly starts... So, Tamlin's giving her, like, a lot of freedom, a lot of free time, Because he's
1: dealing with a lot of stuff in the land, so he's kind of like, okay. Yeah, and he's, she's like, just being... battling
0: the blight at and the moment. And he knows...
1: That she's- he knows if she tries to escape, she'll just die. So, honestly, he's, like, not that concerned. Because mm, he-
0: Yeah, no. He he's knows like she'll wander the garden. She's gardens. not going anywhere.
1: She um, really won't be able to. So,
0: yeah. So, she realizes that Talon isn't, like, completely horrible, and she stops trying to murder fairies. And then she convinces him to bring her into the study, because she actually can't read and write. She is illiterate. Because- mm-hmm. Obviously, her family went through a big downfall. When she was,
1: like, eight, nine. Yeah, so so she
0: just never got... Like, she can do the very, very bare minimum basics, but nothing more than that. So she's trying to... She's secretly trying to do that because
1: she's trying to get a message across to her family.
0: Yeah. But while she's in the study, she finds this huge, like, mural map thing of Prithian. Or, like, the rest of the island or whatever. And so then she finally figures out the court system. So there are seven courts with seven high lords. Um, there's the night court, the day court, and the dawn court, which is a, like, celestial or whatever courts, I think is what they're called. Yeah. And then there are the four seasonal courts. winter, spring, summer, fall. And then Tamlin's is a spring court. And then there's the like, strip of land in between the four seasonal courts, which are kind of at the bottom of this island, then there's, like, a piece of land, and that's called, like, Under the Mountain. Okay. So, the middle part is just called Under the Mountain, um, and they're basically, they have, like, the super tall mountain, or whatever, and then, like, kind of, like, just, like, a wild land, where this is where a lot of, like, the really, like, dark, scary fairies come from. Yeah,
1: because all of them live under the mountain.
0: Or they live in that, like, strip of land between the two courts the two sections like, the yeah. seasonal and the and celestial. And then above
1: is the three celestial courts. Yeah. And then Hyburn is the island. You and
0: know. then there's this little island, like, off of Perithian, which is an island. There's, like, a little island off to the left, and that's called Hybern. And that's... There's a lot going on on Hyburn Hybern's bad news. Right after we find... We see the whole map and the study, and we kind of start to piece together what the world looks like, Feyre starts to hunt down the surreal because she has questions. And Lucian is, like she asks him theoretically like is how there can a fa- I- no she's like theoretically is there a fairy that has to tell me the truth and lucian's like well there is a surreal. and lucian's like theoretically you can do this and this and this and this is and theoretically
1: i'll be around so if you scream i'll come find you
0: so so she's like okay sounds good so <laughs> automatically goes out catches the surreal. no big deal not an issue got it done and the story tells her a bunch about, like, the Blight and what's going on. And this is when we start to learn a little bit about, like, who Amarantha is. Because up until now, it's
1: just been she. And
0: she has or no the Blight. The Blight. And so Amarantha is a general who came from Highburn, which is that little island off to the left. Bad News Island. Yeah, Bad News. Bad News Island. Um. So King of Highburn controls the little, obviously, Highburn Island. And his most fearsome general was this high fae named Amarantha. And she's psychotic. Yeah. So she, 50 years ago, came over to the island of Prithian and was like, oh, I'm so sorry. They had like a big war years and years and years back where. This
1: massive um, fae.
0: It was basically like a human uprising and. That's what separated the mortal worlds from the fae worlds and all this stuff because the immortals or the humans were considered to be, like, slaves and property and then uprising happened and now they've Now moved. we're here. Yeah, we've moved on. Amarantha came, basically came, like, 50 years ago. The war happened, like, 500 years ago. Amarantha came, like, 50 years ago and was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry, I want to make amends for all the things that I did. Like, I was such a horrible person back then, blah, blah, blah. Also, fae are immortal, so if you're getting the timelines are weird. It, they are weird um the serial tells pharah a bunch about that and then it tells her at the end to stay with the high lord remember there are seven high lords for the seven courts and there's no such thing as a high lady hmm. which is interesting and
1: then the Naga show up which are just like these generic little dark creatures that are just there Mm -hmm. so then tamlin has to save her because she
0: screams because lucian doesn't come because he's rude he's dumb and he
1: just i don't really know why she trusted him because he's obviously like very much the trickster in this situation i mean like i get it but like the
0: mask that's currently fused to his face is a fox like he's very known as like the two-faced foxy kind of guy.
1: Not to like give anything away, but he totally is just—he very much has is very two-faced.
0: Well, he really the whole time. I feel like he seriously tries to be two-faced and then just can't pull it off. That too. But he tries. He kind of like he tries. He just he
1: can't. He kind of dips his toes in everything. He's he's kind of that person. He kind of just butts his nose in people's (laughs) business. (laughs) That too. And it's annoying. It's really funny.
0: (laughs) He definitely gives off like best friends with the guy you're dating, but you don't really like them vibes. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> which is essentially... It is, is. It's kind of the vibe here. I
0: mean, again, he's written very well to, like, fit the right vibe. I just don't particularly enjoy him. Anyways. But. Where were we? Oh.
1: So Tamlin saves her from the Naga. And he's kind of like, really? Also,
0: Farrah kills a couple, too. Which, can we yeah, just point which, out, Like, by the way, okay. this mortal girl killing these fairies, living her life, la la la.
1: Which her. is pretty... Im- it's very impressive. It is
0: impressive. Tamlin's so like, "Damn." then...
1: Dang. She then, so then she finds out that Tamlin, she, cause he basically, they talk about,
0: like, why is she trying to find all of this information, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, why is she talking to serial? Why did she risk her life in the first place? Tamlin's like, what the heck are you doing? Stop and being stupid. And finally, he, and
1: she's like, well, I just want to get a message to my family and all this stuff. And he goes, I'm keeping your family safe. I'm providing for them because clearly they can't provide for themselves. So she's like, okay, no choice but to believe him because she's now stuck here. She's just... But at this that that's true, point, but... like,
0: okay, up until this point, she wasn't really believing him. And then he kind of talks her down off this ledge a little bit, and then she believes him. So now she's finally, like, free to be herself, almost. Right. Like, free to live her life peacefully because she knows that she doesn't need to get back for this debt that she owes her
1: mother. And I feel like, at this point, they've come to a bit of an understanding because he's no longer the super scary, big fairy kind of guy He's kind- they've kind of come to more of a-
0: We're more not of a standoff, but we're not an understanding. We're not friends, but we're kind of, like, acquaintances. Like, I might say hi to you in the hallway.
1: Yeah. And he says you can- you can just live your life peacefully here. That's- that's really all he wants. It's just because of the treaty, there had to be a debt that had to be repaid because she killed Andrew. Which,
0: spoiler for the rest of this book, but the treaty was a lie.
1: But you know
0: We'll get there. For
1: the basis of the plot it works. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um but yeah. So anyways.
0: right after this whole conversation about Tamlin keeping her family safe and she starts to really open up in the Oh 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 um Tamlin is the High Lord of the Spring Court. Oh, yeah. She that's like who like Stay with the High Lord. She stay with Tamlin. Tamlin is the High Lord of the Spring Court.
1: Right. So after right after she hears Stay with the High Lord, he shows up she's like,
0: Okay And she knows. Right after he tells her that her family is safe and all this stuff, um, Tamlin comes in, in the middle of the night, and she hears, like, screaming, so she runs downstairs, and it's like, oh my gosh, what's happening, like, blah, 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 and there's a fairy with missing wings. Its wings have been cut off. More like ripped off. Yeah. And it's not of the spring court, because only the spring court has to wear the masks, so it's from a different court, and it's just, like, bleeding everywhere, and she's freaking out, and it's a big deal. And so, Feyre, having, like, the guts of a seasoned hunter, obviously, like, sits with Tamlin and tries to, like, help the fairy, like, move peacefully into the afterlife. because it's, the fairy's not going to survive. And there's, um, and the fairy is screaming, like, she stole my wings, she took my wings, like, she, 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 and now Feyre can finally put the pieces together, like, oh, this was Amarantha. Another thing that comes out of this scene that I feel like is just a good takeaway for the rest of the book and obviously has, like, more meaning later on is um, she sits and stays with the fairy and, like, holds its hand while it dies, like, a little while after. And when Tamlin is like, what the heck are you doing?
1: Like, you don't know this fairy. You don't care.
0: Yeah. She is like, but I do care, and no one should die alone. So that sense of no one should die alone really carries on. Yeah, Everything from here on out is, like, based on memories from years ago for her.
1: Not years. I finished the book, like, two days
0: ago. Rereading. Okay, so then Tamlin takes her to the Starlight Pool, Glen thing. He's like, it's my favorite haunt as a child, and I just loved it here. And you're like, okay. And he's like, look how beautiful it is. And this is, I feel like, the start of their, like, more than friends relationship. Because like, they go swimming together in the starlight uh-huh. pool, and you're like, mmm. She's like, he has so many muscles. Yeah. Ew, so many muscles. Also, He's I'd like to know like, that Lucian is just, like, vibing. like, is, like is there. Like, he ultimate third wheeling.
1: And he honestly doesn't care, and it's the funniest thing ever. I absolutely love
0: it. I do, too. He's so, so after Tamlin kind of shows her, like, this part of him, she decides to open up and tell him that she loves to paint. And, and he goes, okay And perfect thing for you and he takes her to this gallery that's just like in the house like this huge like three floor skilling yeah. gallery and
1: he's like oh we'll just clean it up for you so you can spend time in here and if you want painting stuff like i'll get you painting stuff too like he it's just like okay it's, okay. Actually, it's, it's really cute. cute
0: it's cute he is kind of cute okay between her wanting to paint her wanting to learn to write and read all stuff and she still likes to go outside and like travel and like not travel, just, like, wander around the gardens and, like, the estate and whatever. Um, so she traps Tamlin at the snare at one point. <laughs> and it's just so cute. Like, it's so funny and cute. And he's like, how dare you, like, capture me? And she's like, well, why were you following me? And, like, it's all cute. And he's like, so why can't you eat? And this is, like, the part where he starts, um really realizing like oh she can't read and so he like made a bunch of these like cute little poems with all of the words that she didn't understand in them and it's just it's cute then right after this we hear about kalanamai
1: yeah kalanamai i think kalanamai
0: either i'm saying that right or i'm saying that wrong there is there is no in between that's how it's gonna be with a lot of this and it is what it is so anyways kalanamai is coming up and that is also known as fire night So they have a bunch of, like, little fire things set up all over, like, the spring court area. And Farrah's like, oh, Tamlin, what is that? And he's like, oh, fire night. But, like, she can't go to the festivities. Unfortunately. Because the festivities include doing stuff with other people that Tamlin's too scared to do with her.
1: Yeah.
0: But he's high lord of the spring court, so he has to do it with somebody. Somebody so that's kind of gross um yeah Anyway, so she learns about Kalanamai and then literally as they're coming back from him telling her about Kalanamai he like shoves her into a bush and is like shh be quiet like don't say anything don't move and this thing called the Adder visits mm, yeah. I feel like you're just re-remembering that this is happening as I'm saying it yeah. um, so the Adder is Amarantha's like right hand man Crooney and he comes to, like, deliver the message Crony. to Tamlin. Crony? 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 I don't know. I can't speak. I just speak. <laughs> you don't know any of this, so I have to do it all. I know English, though. Crony? Crony. That sounds crusty. I know, it does.
1: anyways. Oh. Anyways,
0: um, the adder comes and basically tells Tamlin, like, blah, blah, blah. Amarantha hates you, blah, blah, blah. Oh she just whacked my ankle really <laughs> hard. Um, also no one's supposed to know that Fair is there because she's, she's like, human. Yeah. She's not ever they would be all over her if she was there. Also, she's like how to get rid of the blight and like how to break the curse and all this stuff, which we'll, we'll get into like as we as we learn. Exactly. But so basically like Fair can't be there. And then my happens. <laughs> and here comes. Yes, awesome. Okay, anyways. so we're. This is this is where it gets good, guys. Um. Yeah. So basically, Kalenmy starts, and Farrah is supposed to be like locked in her room, but she's like, "I hate Tamlin. I hate Lucian. I how dare they think that they can just sequester like, you me can't in here, control me? I'm gonna do what I want. So I'm just gonna march my little butt out to Kalenmy for you the great know, right,
1: right, like girl. What? For the great
0: right, which is you know what it is. It's What's that. <laughs> <laughs> it's what two people do. It's a birds and the bees talk, okay? <laughs> this is what we're getting at. Because that's what Tamron has to do because... He's yucky. He's fairy. Anyways, um, so is like, well, since they're not going to tell me what's going on, I'm just going to march my little butt out there and see what's going on. Um, oh, she's Well, there's also, like, this little, like, tug, this little pull, this little mm. voice inside mm. her head that's like, go have fun. She's like, hmm. Okay. And we're like, okay. So she wanders out there, and then she gets, like... Hold up by these like weird creepy skinwalker dudes or whatever, and they're like trying to feel her up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they. Cornered and so her out of nowhere, the most handsome man we've ever met in our entire lives—you know, tall, dark, handsome, mm-hmm. <laughs> with, like the blue eyes and the smirk—and wanders over, and he's like, "Oh look, you found my date. There she is. I've been looking for her." Yeah. And they just scatter. The creepy dudes gone. <laughs> And he just, like, catches her before I've she... She, like, trips and falls, and he, like, catches her, and he's like, there you are.
1: I've been looking
0: for you. I've been looking for you. And he, like, and her And then we up. never get the name at no, that point. We don't know his name. He yes. just kind of writes her, and he's like, are you sure you should be out here? And she's like, mm, not really. Now I'm kind of scared of you. There's, like, warning bells pinging off in my brain because you're, like, drop-dead gorgeous, but also... Why did they run from you? Obviously, you're like I feel Obviously like I just traded up to more of a bad guy. So she. And, so she. So, but he just kind of he he just kind of writes her and like wanders off, and then Lucian shows up and is like, "Girl, why are you here? He's Go like, back and you lock joking? yourself in. I need to control Tamlin when he
1: freaks out." Yeah. So then Lucian tells her everything about the Great Right, and he's like, "Okay, so this is what's gonna happen, and if you're there,
0: he, he will be able gonna- to control himself."
1: Yeah. So it's very. <laughs> But she it's, doesn't it's, control himself anyways it's because she's in the hallway boy. trying to
0: get snacks at like three a.m. and Tamlin corners or impresses her against the wall and is like, "Let me bite you." <laughs> but yeah, so basically,
1: it's giving frat boy like, "Oh, he'll never be able to control himself if you're there."
0: I don't know. It's kind of gross. It is. It's giving like rapist frat boy.
1: Yeah, literally. And he's like, "Well, you can't be. You can't do the great right with him because you're human and like all those stuff."
0: He'll hurt you. Yeah, it's, like, a hole. <laughs> Anyways. A, it's, it's, it's a it's <laughs> So that all happens. And then to kind of make up for it, Tamlin takes her out to, like, this other glen, and he does this thing where he, like, gives her back her senses, basically. So when she's yeah. in Prithian, everything is very muted, and, like, she can't see all the fairies, and she can't smell and hear and taste everything. And so he just kind of, like, opens her eyes. And it's insane, actually. And then all the fairies look different
1: because they all look, like, vaguely at least like somewhat human to her and they don't they do not once her senses change no i think like her
0: main servant is like a tree lady yeah she's like literally like like a a walking talking tree yeah
1: and she's like what the like everything looks different and it's really cool yeah so that's that's actually really interesting and everything like
0: taste smells Mm -hmm. looks everything like all the senses it's super it's super interesting i actually really like it yeah, okay. I think
1: that was one of my favorite parts
0: of this book, not gonna lie. Uh, I, I think, do. Uh, yeah. The next scene is one of my favorite parts of this book, and it is very dark. <laughs> Which part is <laughs> it? She finds a head in the garden. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Just like spiked on a statue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, um, Tamlin, what in the world? What is happening? And he's like, oh, well, that's a Highlight of the Nightcore's joke. Like, that's his way of pulling a prank. And she's like, uh. She's like, okay. never want to meet him, he scares me. Oh, yeah, okay, he scares you. Just wait. Anyway. So then after that, like, they find the head, and then nothing really happens with that for a little while, and we're like, okay, the head, there was a head, and we're, we're not discussing this more. Nope. Um, But the solstice happens, so the summer solstice, and she gets drunk for the first time with Tamlin, and then they go and they watch the sunrise, and they talk about life and their bonds, and... That's when they kiss with her son, too, right? Yeah, he kisses yeah, her. And she's like, oh! Like, and I mean, then directly. <laughs> directly. Directly, literally, morning after, you know, hungover, breakfast after. Um, actually, I think it was like brunch, like late brunch, like 2 p.m. late brunch. Because they're hungover. Because <laughs> they're hungover and they were out all night. re um, Resand. How, how, how are we decided to say it, I'm going to tell you right now that I'm supposed to say Resand, and I will not be. So Rysand visits, <laughs> love Oops. of my life. Okay,
1: um, so Mister Tall, Dark, and Handsome himself.
0: He shows up. Yeah, Mister Tall, Dark, and Handsome himself. You know, you know the dude from the Calenheim, the dude from Fire Night. That that dude. Yeah, exactly. One one. I've been looking for you. Ugh. But also, but also, um, High Lord of the Night Court, A.K.A. Dude who spiked head on garden statue. So she's
1: a little, uh, little confused. She's like, oh, she's like, I think I should scared. be scared of him. Which honestly.
0: And then wrong. Lucian and Tamlin are, like, trying to hide her in the corner or whatever, and... They, like, hide him. They,
1: they hide her behind Lucian.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Rise is like, uh, you guys tried to hide her, but you couldn't pick up her plate. Like, anyone you're with stupid. basic deductive reasoning skills knows what's happening here. Like, you're stupid. And, and so also, also she I'd she like t- to point out that, like, Tamlin is high of to the spring court, and Rise just walks in. Yeah.
1: Also, like, he dude, does this
0: thing where he, like, brushes the lint off of his shoulders, and honestly, mm-hmm. that's the most attractive thing a man Makes could me. ever do.
1: But yeah, so then he's like, okay, who's this girl? And he sees her, she, obviously recognizes her from fire clearly. night, and then he's like, okay, who are you? And she says, I forget the last name, but she says her name is Claire. Claire Better. Claire Better, yeah. And that's a girl, just some a random, random girl, girl from, from home. Her village. And
0: he's like, okay. He knows like, she's lying, and he just lets her lie to him. Mm-hmm. Because... Honestly, no one has the guts to just lie to his face. Like, he's right. never been faced with an opponent who is just like, I'm gonna lie straight to your and face. And she's
1: this little human
0: girl. Like, please. And he's like, no. And so, he just gonna lets her go. It's like, whatever. But, uh, after that, Tamlin's like, oh my gosh, Fry's saw you. <gasps> he knows seizures. who you are. <laughs> yeah. mm mm-hmm. So he freaks out and then he's like, Faber, you need to go home and be with your family. Like, you need to be in the family. You cannot be here. So, Bye.
1: Right when they're starting to get feelings, he kicks her out and she's so mad. Well, he says, I love you right
0: before she leaves. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I should say it back. I should say it back. And then she I doesn't. could say it back. She does not. Mm-hmm. Which, like, if he had given her like three more days, she probably would have said it. Oh, my God. If she, she, she had five, five more, more <laughs> business days, she would have said it, but she didn't. Okay. So Farrah goes home, and hangs up with Nesta. Oh, that. What, that who I I adore Nesta. Yes. Nesta everyone. is the baddest. Baddest girl out <laughs> <laughs> I I caught myself. I did. Okay, everyone is like, I don't like Nesta. Nesta didn't do enough. Like, please don't talk to me. Nesta is Nesta is standoffish because she needs to be. She's cold. She's aloof. Because she's that's how she like, survived this far. Mm. But I love her. Honestly, I probably relate to her the most, and she just really gives me lots of good oh. feelings. I really do like her. And but also, when she's at home, she finds out that Claire
1: Bedar and her entire family were brutally murdered.
0: So oh, that's wait. cool. Oh, wait. That's great. Also, Nesta um, Nesta knows that Faber got taken by Tamlin.
1: Yes, because Al- they, they The rest altered- of her
0: family got their memories, like, glamored or altered, altered or whatever. Yeah.
1: So that she was staying
0: with, like, their aunt or something.
1: Yeah. And Nesta, it didn't work on Nesta, which... So,
0: yeah, because she's got an iron will. <clears throat> who's their will. mother? Also, who's their mother? I want to know so bad. So, Nesta, like, literally, like, went to the wall and, like, tried to get to Feyre, but couldn't get through the wall. So, Nesta, like, risked her life for Feyre, and people just don't talk about it, which is annoying. And then, like, like yeah. big time. Like, she shouldn't have survived that. Genuinely, no. She shouldn't have. She shouldn't even survive survived the forest trip to the wall, but nope. she did.
1: Nope. She had no skills. I don't know how she did it. But yeah. But she
0: Because okay. she's... So, that happened, and amazing. then we find out that Claire their, like, house, and, like, all of her family is dead, and then Claire has just been, like, taken. Yeah. And that is the catalyst, like, the trigger for Feyre being, like, oh, my gosh, I need to go back, and I need to fight for Tamlin. Like, I cannot believe that, like, that was supposed to be me, that was supposed to be my family, I was supposed to be dead like Claire. Like, I need to go back and find Tamlin. Yes. And so because... she back. Yeah. And she oh. sees Alice, which was her servant, who's the tree lady. Um... And Alice tells her about Amarantha. She tells her all of, like, the deceiver stuff, which she already kind of knew from the surreal, but more of, like, a confirmation. She tells her that the blight was never a thing and that Amarantha actually cursed all the High Lords and took their magic and fused the weird masks to the Spring Court faces and, um... And also... Oh, that she basically has Rise. kidnapped, like, everyone. And Rise works for her. Which is
1: why the whole Claire Better thing happened.
0: Yeah, which we kind of well, suspected, yeah. but like yeah, so Ryze Hand works. That for was her. kind
1: of it was I think that was confirmed in there. It was confirmed somewhere in there. Yeah. But I he think so. is he's basically like her I don't even know what you would call it. Her boy toy yeah her boy toy her slave her boy toy all that her slave boy toy yeah. not really by choice but not by choice at all it's actually pretty it's actually pretty bad yeah it's but, pretty bad
0: but so he basically just like lets amarantha do whatever to him and he does whatever for her so that way people don't really look at him as being a good guy but he's a, right because he's, he's seems like to, a bad guy yeah he's trying to, um s- yeah so anyways anyways that happens so favor is like oh my gosh the kill like, kidnap them all, and like, they're all gonna die, and they're like, this is so bad, and I'm the only one who can help. Oh, we finally figure out what the curse is. So, basically, we also learn about- okay, so, that has this whole vendetta against humans because of her sister, Clithia, and Clithia was in love with this dude named Jurian. So, Clithia was a high fae, and Jurian was immortal, and then Jorian basically lied to Clithia, and then, like, killed her. He's crazy. He's, like, straight
1: up crazy as
0: well. Okay, but also Clothia deserved it, so... Okay, yeah, but he's also
1: kind of, well... He's crazy because of the punishment that he received, which was his eyeball in what? A ring? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what it was? Mm -hmm. His eyeball in a ring, so basically she... With his soul still attached. Yeah, so she preserved his consciousness in a ring. Amarantha did. Yeah, so he was present for her entire life and everything that she did, and he was just sitting there in a ring. And,
0: like, that was, like, in vengeance of Drian killing her sister. And so... So this is, Amaranth, this is by Amaranthus, as crazy as she is, yeah. and so her curse on Tamlin, which she is like in, in love with, like she wants Tamlin, she wants Tamlin bad. She's like desperately in love with this yeah, dude, it's kind which of crazy doesn't make actually. any sense because he's not. I catch. yeah,
1: he's and he's not definitely not the most powerful. So it's really in, it's
0: really it's really sad it's then. really intriguing that that's the one that she chose, but she mm-hmm. chose him. Um, we question that a lot. And so basically, she cursed Tamlin that seven years, seven times, so forty nine years he had to get a human girl who, to kill one of his, like, centennials or whatever, so one of his, like, guard dudes. Sentinels, yeah. I don't know. So, basically, he had to, like, willingly send out one of his men to get murdered by a human girl uh, with, like, cold heart hate for fairies. And then she had, he had to get her to fall in love with him, which, Feyre has fallen in love with him. Yeah. She just didn't say it, because Tamlin...
1: And that was, like, the big thing is she had to say I love you for it to work.
0: Yeah. And she didn't. And she's like, well, how do you And she's no. like barely late. So at this point, she's like, well, I'm going to go save him because he is the love of my life. And I would do anything for him and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to laugh and say nothing else.
0: <laughs> okay. Is. So Farrah goes under the mountain. And we meet Amarantha. And we the learn. The woman herself. Yeah. We learn all this. Crazy. And so... And Amarantha's like, look, Claire's nailed to the wall behind you. That's what like, oh, yeah, you should have been.
1: That's Claire. Oh, look, Claire Bedor, is it? Oh, I don't think so, because she's here and she's dead. And so they tortured, like, they absolutely
0: tortured this poor girl who <laughs> had nothing to do with anything. And she's my just favorite. like, oh, my God. <laughs> my favorite is Amarantha's, is like, Rysand. Didn't you say that that girl was the girl in Tamlin's house? And he's like, mm, Yeah and I she's like mistaken i could have been, and he's like i could have been mistaken and She's he's like <laughs> he's just he's like rice is just like eh. he's like all mortal women look the same your face is a work of art and pharah's like that was a lie literally yeah Ryzen, <laughs> that was a is lie. literally
1: <laughs> trying to survive but also undermining her in the best way possible and it's so it's
0: so funny funny okay and then after that amarantha makes a deal with pharah and she's like either you solve this riddle and you instantaneously, like, get free and everyone's free and, like, blah, whatever. Or you have to, like, make it through these trials. And then once you make it through the trials, you're free to, like, live your life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. In itself. Oh. And then as they're, like, welcome greeting. So, obviously, Farrah is, like, okay, well, I'll do the trials because I can't solve the riddle. I have no idea what's going on. And so, Farrah is just routinely bad with words and riddles for the entirety of the first book and honestly kind of carries on but whatever she's just she's just not poetically inclined nope which is fine not all of us we have strengths right. some of us That's have strengths right. some of us right. do not <laughs> so um the adder basically breaks pharaoh's nose as like amaranth is a welcoming party to the under the mountain really fun yeah and then Lucian just pops into her cell and is like, oh here, let me fix that, and fixes her nose. So Lucian's a real one at that point. For that at least. For a, for pretty much that and that alone. Um, so nice. then the first trial comes. And <laughs> it's the worm. <laughs> Which honestly. Dude, the worm. Is it's so probably, good. I I think that's my favorite one of the trials. And another one of my favorite scenes in this book is the worm. And so Favorite builds like this whole like trap thing.
1: Because she's got this big nasty they're literally doing like this huge like fight ring thing and all the people are watching it's insane and everyone's actually.
0: placing bets on her and everyone's like oh she's gonna die in the first 30 seconds oh she's gonna die in the first five minutes oh she's not gonna make it out alive blah 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 blah, believe, blah blah and i believe who's the only one that bet sand i was gonna say rystand's like she's gonna win the whole thing pay me pay me all of you pay me so yeah <laughs> so that's funny that's so, funny because she's
1: like are you serious
0: and he's like yep amaranth that's, that's like no, no no okay so at the end fair obviously wins because she doesn't die and Obviously. Rysand gets all the money because he bet on her because he he knew she wasn't gonna die, and so at the he end they yeah. were super angry and she launches one of like these bone <laughs> things at Amaranth and splatters mud all over her like pristine like lilac gown or whatever and it's really Which funny, is amazing. In and itself. then they like turns and walks away just like mm, take that, and then Amarantha's like hand, I need to have a conversation with you because <laughs> you bet on her, you bet against me, and he's like I don't know. He's like, I thought it'd be funny. He's he's just he's stirring the pot, and I it's really love funny because him. And he just kind
1: of stirs the pot to keep, kind of to take the attention off of everyone else. Yeah, Gosh. no, honestly, because he's forced into that position, he kind of takes it in stride, and he's like, well, I might as well be the best, like, well, person in this okay, position. But since he's I'm not here. even
0: forced into that position; he willingly takes that yeah, position. He willingly takes true, all not. of Amarantha's attention. He asks for it. He demands it, so that way everyone else can kind of get overlooked. Which he really just takes the brunt a of her abuse, basically, so that basically, the literally. rest of the court and the rest of the people under there don't really get looked at. Which but everyone takes easy. it as he's super close with her and that he is almost like friends with her and that he's a bad guy. But in reality, he's taking the punishment for the like he gives up older brother vibes to the rest of the high lords in serious ways. Like he's like just he's very protective, and they the don't ground. even know, they and I have help no you idea. And so all of that happens, and then, Feyre. So, to, for Feyre to earn her monthly keep, basically, is what Amara says, she has to do a bunch of like these like weird chores. Yeah, that's if yeah, that's for Rysand.
1: Yeah. So the first. Because he one, heals her because she gets injured in the first trial, and so he goes, okay, I'll heal oh, you, but oh, you yeah, be kind of like a that. slave.
0: So. Um, no, he didn't. Oh no 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 no! It's like, not, not no, no, no 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 stop. So she makes yeah for a week a month. No, no, no. How do you not remember? This is a big pl- plot point. She wait, oh, wait. oh, wait. He demands Sorry, of sorry. Life. I was thinking about the other thing. I was thinking about the other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she hurts herself during the worm trial, and Ryasan comes, and he heals her, because otherwise she would have died. Literally. And he says, in exchange, I want your time. I want a week of your life every month as soon as we get out of here. Which? Because he is, again, betting on her to get out of there. Yeah. Also, um when you make deals... Or promises with people in the night court, you get a tattoo. You get a tattoo, which it's so everyone hot.
1: knows. Everyone's like, "Oh, she made a deal she with Ricean." So that's also like a big thing, it's and like, it's oh also
0: God. again undermining Amarantha, which which I love it. Okay, shit. and then <laughs> back to she has to earn her keep for Amarantha, so she has to do these weird household chores. And the first one, um, the high lady of the autumn court actually helps her out with because she gave her name in exchange for Lucian life. And I feel like that comes back into play because we don't know a lot about the autumn court lady. And yeah, like, They have kinda... like a weird bond after this. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of random. And then See, anyway, anyway. then they make her clean lentils out of Rysand's fireplace and Rysand is just like, what the heck are you doing? And then he's like, I'm calling off the chores. But when he calls off the chores, he also shows her his wings. Yes. <laughs> and it's Ooh, Yay! Wings are a big deal. Yes. Big,
1: big, 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 big deal.
0: <laughs> it depends on what size they are, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's true! <laughs>
1: actually, anyway.
0: Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, after, like, calling off the chores, Rystand's like, well, since I'm not going to make you do chores, I'm actually going to make sure you get fed. You, I now get you for the nights. And so, he basically puts her in, like, a cobweb paints her blue and yeah. says let's go hang out and dance at the party <laughs> so basically
1: he's he's very much an outward image kind of guy like obviously he's working behind the scenes but he he holds this image up like to a t of like being this gross just like amarantha loving guy and it's so interesting because he's so good he puts up such a gross like facade and it's just
0: but, Not okay, it. so, there's you this whole tell. gross facade happening, and then there's this thing where there was, like, a rebel sympathizer from the summer court, and Amaranth is like, Rysand, tell me what he says. And Rysand stares her down and lies to her. Like, straight Flat-out up. lies. Straight- He's like... Up. Oh, he was working alone. He was not. He's working with the entire summer court. Which is
1: hilarious in itself.
0: And then Amaranth is like, turn him into a walking pile of jelly. Basically vegetable, this man. And Riasane just kills him instead. And, like, yeah. that's also, like, a release. He's like, like it was him. He's like, oh, it slipped. But it was, like, him showing mercy. And, like, Feyre starts to understand, like, oh, he's showing mercy. He's playing. He's
1: playing the ultimate game. And no one realizes and it's so interesting. And
0: then the second task happens. Yes. Okay, so again, Fair is illiterate. And so in the second task, she has to read and then like make a choice out of these three options. Otherwise, her and Lucian are going to be splattered into hot piles of paint goo or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And she can't figure out. She has no idea what lever. She doesn't know what choice to make. She's got like seconds are counting down. She doesn't know what's happening. And so... Because isn't there, like, a thi- there's, like, a thing coming down on top yeah, of her. Yeah, it's literally, stuff. like, a yeah. giant hot spike coming towards her and Lucian's body, and she needs to, like, make a choice with a lever. She literally can't even read. so Right, because like, Amarantha impossible. knows she can't read. Really no, Amarantha doesn't know she Wait. can't read. Amarantha has no idea that she can't read. She just, like, it's oh. like, a riddle. She has to choose between three oh, options. Oh, that snot
1: was the riddle. That's right. Sorry. And Oops. she's like, I can't
0: read, so it's, like, you know, fake karma. Yeah. But rye comes in and tells her which lever to choose. Which lover to pull and like basically saves her. Which is so he does save her. He does save her. It's insane actually. She's like gonna break down because she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm a cheater and I feel guilty and blah blah blah. And she's like about to break down in front of Amarantha and and Ryze just like keeps her together and gets her back to her cell. Yeah. Where she cries for like hours. And then he comes in and that's when he like comes in and checks on her. And he just sits on the floor next to her and he's like, I'm having a really hard time, like I'm doing really bad too. Like it's okay, we're both mentally wrecked, but like I'm here for you if you need anything. And it's so cute. I'm
1: like, it's, it's so funny because it's like, I'm He's here like for her you. And they're literally and being heavily traumatized. It's yeah. Like,
0: it's okay. It's, it's not okay, but I'm here. It's not okay, but we're here together. It's and then like, that you know. night she still is like tossing, turning, can't fall asleep, blah, blah, blah. And she gets this like blip of music and like this view of like a city with a mountain view and it's just very cute and she's like okay good
1: night Hmm, yeah
0: so that kind of that tides her over for the rest of the time till the next till the third task which (laughs) it's so cute but we can't tell you what's happening because it's it's, it's, it's not here yet um it's so so cute Mm. okay so the night before the third task she goes back out with Rice and, you know, dancing, doing her thing. Also, again, she's covered in paint. So, like, if anyone touches her, like, They'll you know. can tell.
1: Yeah. Which but like, sounds so messed herself, up. It's it, so interesting. But
0: it's so perfect. It's so messed up, but it's so perfect. You know? It's like,
1: it, it's, giving <laughs> it gr- it's giving girls frat boy. But at the same time, it's smart on his part because it gives that same outward, like,
0: yeah, vision. It,
1: but he also knows if somebody messed with her.
0: He is in Rye's hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Tamlin basically drags Feyre into, the, like, a supply closet and is like, oh my god, let's have sex instead of me trying to... Es- <laughs> instead of me trying to help you escape, let's get it on in the supply closet. <laughs> and I'm just so upset. I'm <laughs> so mad with Tamlin. Like, this is your chance. She could die tomorrow. This is your chance. And instead, you want to stick your hand, like, down her shirt. Like, like, bro. boy, what are you thinking? Get it together just a little bit. Just it's a little. It's kind of pathetic. Not gonna lie. Kind of? <laughs> yeah. Ew. Very. And so Rysan comes in and he's like, seriously, Tamlin? Like, seriously. Like, you could have done so many better things with your timer. Even just talk to her and asked her if she's doing okay. He's like, that's what I've been doing, buddy. And you didn't. So then Rysan has to pretend, like, make out with her. So when Amarantha sees. So that's their first kiss. Ryzen like, shoves his tongue down her throat because he's like, I need to help you because
1: Tamlin is garbage. (laughs) I hate him so much.
0: Uh, Yeah, so basically Ryzen just is, like, trying his very best to just, you know, make it look like it was him and not Tamlin. And then Amarantha's like, see, I told you, humans have fickle hearts or whatever. Which is, yeah, it's kind of (sighs) funny. Amarantha's getting played and she doesn't even know. Okay, so then the final task comes the next night, and Feyre has to kill these two innocent fairies who just basically, like, know that they're going to be sacrificed for the greater good, and it sucks, but is like, I need to kill you um, to save the rest of Perthian, and it's really sad, and it really mentally destroys Feyre. Like, that was her final straw. At that point, she's just like, I'm so depressed. I'm so done. I don't want to live anymore. Like, she's gone. Like, she's off. This is her falling off the cliff. Mm-hmm. And so the third fairy is Tamlin, and she has to, like, stab him. Which. But part of the curse was that he has a heart of stone, so it literally didn't do anything. Right,
1: because. Sometimes it was I like, wish it like, would have killed
0: him, but <sighs> it didn't.
1: No, it's like he has a heart of stone, and she's staying there, and she's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's literal. And so she just, you know, full sense. She just goes for it. And it's true. And it's true, and Talon
0: survives. Um, and and Amarantha's so, like, are you kidding me, Bubba? Like, No, Amarantha's like, <laughs> you didn't say instantaneously release you, so now I'm just going to kill you.
1: Literally, yep. Literally. Like, snap the bones in your body, everything. And so while she's
0: killing her, favors flashing between her eyes and Rysand's eyes. She's, yeah. She's so she's watching, watching herself die dying. through oh. Rysand. Uh, Which, uh, hmm. And then, she's as she's laying there, like body being beaten to a pulp, she goes, Man, Yeah, She says the answer to the riddle the the side would instantaneously free her. And the answer is love. Uh-huh. Which, so, I mean, please pick so, the riddle cheese. Yeah, honestly, though I'm like love. Literally, like, as I soon as be- I read it, as soon as I read it, I knew it was love. Literally, I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" But again, I guess that was the whole point. Like, they didn't know, we were supposed to know, but I'm just like, "Come on, girl." But whatever. So she says love, and then Tamlin's released, and Tamlin kills her, Marantha. But I'd also like to point out that, like, while she's like dying on the floor before she says love. Rysand is fighting tooth and nail to attack Amarantha, yep. and Amarantha's like, "When did you become a traitor?" Blah blah blah. Like, this is the first time that he's broken that mask of frat boy, like, like Amarantha lover. This it's is because
1: Pharaoh's literally of dying. Farrah
0: literally dying. He just can't stand it at that it's point. Insane. At that point, and I think she, Feyre, asks him about it at the end of the book, and she's like, "Why would you do that?" And he was like, "I don't want." anyone to think that i just stood on the sidelines through this mm-hmm. like that was my final straw. and if i was gonna go if you were gonna go down i was gonna go down with you like, fighting that was because be, we yeah. like we were the only hope we were the only chance and i wanted to say that i tried yeah and i just which that is that was really powerful yeah so whatever she frees him from the curse tamlin kills amarantha and then fair is basically dying on the ground and, and they're like
1: oh wait and she's like no 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 i'm gonna die this is it yeah i'm done and
0: so all the high lords like give her a little like bloop little droplet of their power which is it's crazy it is that crazy. they
1: agreed to this first of all well they really they, had they, no choice they she had just no choice. saved
0: their lives and their kingdom's lives for the rest of time right so so
1: they basically no they choice, all give her like a little like drop
0: of power and turn her into a high fae has like never really happened before it's and so that all happens and then they decide to just like spend one night under the mountain to like kind of recoup talk through with the high lords, get some like, meetings okay, in, let's get it and together. then they're all going to obviously go back to their courts. But the morning after all this happens, Rysand pulls her, like, through, like, their bond and is like, hey, um, come here so I can say goodbye. And so that's when he explains, like, oh, like, obviously I just wanted to fight. Like, I didn't want to be, known as standing on the sidelines. Like, I want my children and my legacy to prove that I was there and that I wasn't just...
1: I wasn't on Amaranth this yeah. side.
0: Yeah. He says all this, and then he looks at her, and he stumbles, <laughs> and then he just disappears. He's like,
1: Anima. he winnows
0: right out. He just gone.
1: Winnowing is when they basically like,
0: teleport. Oh, teleport. We go. <laughs> basically, <laughs> winnowing <laughs> is teleporting from one place to another. Bysan stumbles, and then he winnows or teleports. teleports away. And she's like, okay. She's like, cool. okay, weird. Bye. And then she walks downstairs, and Tamlin goes let's go home and they go back to spring court and that's the end the of and so yeah i have so many undiscussed feelings because we can only talk about the first book
1: yeah please like, once we get to
0: the second book it'll be fine but yeah the second book we have a lot you more.
1: have to okay because i've i feel like you look at like book talk or whatever you talk to different people <clears and> you're <they're> like <throat> oh the first book is so great i'm like no 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 you gotta read the rest you gotta keep going because it just gets more interesting the further and you more get more intense it's just, like, this was world building. That's what it was. It's like, okay, here's, like, a bit of the issue. Here's, like, one part of, like, the conflict. We'll solve that part, and then we'll move on type thing. But it, it we needed the world building in this one, and the character building, and all of that stuff, which, and they even get a little bit of, like, Nesta and Elaine in there, which is also super important, because mm-hmm. they come back later. Of course. They're real important, obviously.
0: Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of it. Sure. That's um, kind of it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and anyway, bye. Bye. So, that was the end of the first episode of ACADAR, Akata- A Court of Thorns and Roses. Now we're gonna do the second book in the series, A Court of Mist and Fury. Here are our bloopers! He was sent out on Border, Border, Border Patrol. Patrol. Border Yeah. yeah. You can't try and fact check me on any of this because I've read this book at least six times. I know. Yeah. Stop reading spark notes, they do not give you the actual information. Okay, well, I don't remember the specifics of this.
1: It's like tra- uh, wh- What's the word? All I can think about is apparating in Harry Potter. It's the same thing. It's like
0: when you- Oh. What is that word? I think it's a T. Transportate- No. You just, like, poof out of existence. Just type a winnow. So just transport oneself to a different- Is that what it's called? No, it's called something. Teleport! Oh, teleport. We go. <laughs> it's just us. That took so long. That took so much effort to figure us out reading. teleporting. I <laughs> anyway, teleport is the word. Which apparently was not
1: intelligent enough for me to understand. That didn't make any sense. I was trying to say something I'm funny. All out. Yeah, I know, I was trying to say something funny <laughs> and it didn't work. Okay.